There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, what's up? Oh, you know, the usual. Good to see you. We're here to re, uh, record a podcast and to talk about Season 8, Episode 17, Staking Their Claim. Correctamundo. What kind of stake? Like the kind that you stake through a vampire's heart. Oh, okay. Not like if a If you want to kill stake. a vampire, this is the episode for you. Yeah. Is there any garlic around? I don't know, but it, that like brackish water is probably some kind of holy water. Part right? near. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh I have to admit, when writing my notes, like the first uh, few times I put steak down, I put the wrong steak. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. Well, We're hungry, just oops. like, uh, uh, who was it, Aaron? Aaron had the good pun. Yeah, Aaron had the good pun, but uh, Marty so teed Marty. it up really well for him. Marty did so, yeah, well. absolutely. Cool. So um, before we get started on mm -hmm. recapping the episode, I just want to give a shout out to our friend Agnes. She just sent me a message, or she just replied to something and said, hey, I was just watching you two on Expedition Unknown. Oh yay, a double feature. So now you get uh, uh <laughs> now you get us live double the fun. <laughs> double trouble, double the fun. Yeah, yeah let's go with fun. Yeah, fun so like a expect pun. a lot of friend requests and uh, messages from random people over the next day if, if our episode just aired again. Because it happens. Yes. All right. Yes, it um, does. but if she watched on Discovery Plus, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. I don't know. That's a horse of a different color. Yeah. All right. So um we had a lot of stuff going on in this episode. Yeah, Swamp action. Yelly. What? That's scary. You're kind of yelly because ah! your ears are all wackadoo right now. Yeah, I got like double ear infection going on right now. Mm -hmm. Kind of sad. Yeah. Um, I can't hear anything out of my right ear. My left ear, and that's my good ear. Yeah. My left ear is my bad ear, and I have minimal hearing through it. So, <laughs> so... if I'm elevated in, in volume, that might be the reason. Plus, yeah. I have headphones on right now. So... Yeah, I have headphones on, and you're too loud. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Okay, okay, I'll sorry. I'll like this. Is okay, that better? let's not. Let's not. <laughs> I sound like a real creeper. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay, like you said, we had a lot of swamp. We had some money pit. We had some war room. We had a little bit of metal detecting. Are you kidding me? Really? We had money pit and swamp when we're talking about Oak Island? Yeah. Could it be? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where are we going to start. Mm. Um, we should start in lot 25. I was... I I just I just passed that part in my notes. I was thinking lot 25 because it's kind of a short thing. Samuel so Ball's property, lot 25. Yes, lucky number 25. All right. So Rick and Gary do some metal detecting together. Yep. Rick's back to being the lucky digger. That's right. Real lucky this episode to find some fascinating artifacts. As always, though. I mean, <laughs> when you're the lucky digger, you're the lucky digger. And Gary says he's gonna need they're going to need sunglasses for when they're pulling up the gold for all those shiners. And I'm thinking a shiner, is he going to punch Rick in the eye? Hope not. I hope not. That'd be a real bummer. That would That'd be... be very nice. Yeah. That's not very fellowship like, you know? <laughs> well, I don't know if you watch Lord of the Rings, the fellowship, they do a lot of fighting a lot. So one person gets a shiner. Everybody gets a shiner. So if they all show up with black eyes, all in we know what happened. In. Yeah. That's, or if they're all, all wearing together. sunglasses, you know they all gave each other shiners. Let's see here. So the first hit. Mm -hmm. uh, Over on the ball foundation. Yes. In that area. Okay. Yes. The first hit as a metal detector hit. Mm -hmm. uh, they get a coin. A coin? Could it be? You know, I'm really excited about this coin, and they didn't give us very much on it. So they're waiting for the numistatist. Numistatist? 
Sandy Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bring him back. Yeah, I, I get a feeling he has set up shop nearby, mm-hmm. if not on the island itself. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they get a coin, and Gary calls it an old greenie. Old greenie. Hey, which, did you look up what an old greenie is? I didn't because Gary told us. Oh, but I did want to look further into this because I'm with you. The coin was super interesting to mm-hmm. me. Um, explain, he explains that a copper coin, you know, would now be green because it's copper and oxidized, et cetera, et cetera. Isn't that why the Statue of Liberty is green? Correct. Copper, yo. The more you know. <laughs> The dates would have been like he said, 1730s or would, 1740s. Wait, wait, would Gary, wait, would Gary call the Statue of Liberty a big greenie? He probably should. Maybe he does. We'd have to ask he did, him. Yeah, like he just became a like a permanent uh, citizen of the United States. You know, he probably looks at that magnificent greenie with pride. I know I do. When I went to Lady New Green. York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he calls her. And that's very good timing with St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. You know, that's right around the days. corner. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, sorry to Anywho. interrupt. Anywho, let's go. Yes. Uh, Rick said that Sandy should be able to clean it up pretty well, and hopefully we're going to get some uh, markings off of it. And I concur. I concur Fingers with that crossed. excitement. Well, uh, if anybody can do it, I think Sandy can do it. Yeah, seriously. I mean, isn't that... I mean, if he's a numistatist, then yeah, that that would probably be his jam. For sure. Uh, let's see here. The next hit that comes up is something Gary gets super excited about. Mm-hmm. And Rick starts digging it. And he, he doesn't even look at it. He he's just like, hands this, it. Here, Gary. He says, I don't want to ruin it or whatever and hands it straight to him. And he, he practically does a dance. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, G- Gary like literally He did a he, jig, like an Irish jig No, wasn't that to the coin? That, that was, was to, to the, the coin, coin which actually mm-hmm. makes sense Because like a little Irish jig And the whole St. Paddy's Day thing coming When they recorded this, it was nowhere near St. Paddy's Day No, but they're airing it Close enough I And we're airing us It's not even the episode talk. before St. Paddy's Day, that's tomorrow you, night You need to calm down <laughs> Speaking I'm, of, I'm, tomorrow night, uh, we have pregame. We do. An hour before. And uh, so bring your green beverage of choice. Can I have green water? Is sure, if you want. I mean, green water typically has algae. It might be even brackish. I have swamp water. <laughs> um, anywho, so they hand he hands what Gary believes is a cane topper. And he's sure. Or the top of a swagger stick. Or top of a swagger stick. And my question was, what's a swagger stick? Like, I, I kind of wanted one because I feel like you have swagger. If you have a swagger stick and you get to walk around. Yeah, you know, lights. like back in the day, the military, they would all carry these little sticks. Yeah, apparently. Like a little baton mm-hmm. kind of deal. Yeah. I, they don't I do it much ask. anymore. No. Kind of fell out of fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if you have swagger, I guess you want a swagger stick. Yeah, if you uh, watch or if you... Uh, read Harry Potter, the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dudley gets accepted to um, a private school, and they have these uniforms. And part of the uniform is a swagger stick, and they're used for uh, hitting other kids while the teacher isn't looking. That's what. That's what how they explain it in the book. I wouldn't call that swagger. Mm-hmm. That's what they were. Okay. They didn't Calm call down. it a swagger stick in the book, but that's what it was. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So, anywho, on this the top of whatever this is which we will get to the debate on the internet mm-hmm. uh 
is it's got a crown and then a rose, rose mm-hmm. right, with the different leaves on it. And Gary suggests that Doug should research it because if anybody could figure it out, I mean, it's going to be Doug. And to have a marking that clear on it, I mean, that's really exciting. And with it having a crown, Gary, um, it kind of jumps straight to the military because mm-hmm. Samuel Balls was in the military, right? Sure I mean, a big part of his story mm-hmm. is that. So could it have been from then or could it be? Could it be? Actually, let's hop over to our research center. Before, okay, while you're while you're uh, flipping to that, uh, Tony Sampson is in the chat. We just <gasps> want to say hi, Tony. Tony in the house. And if you want to be cool and uh, rub shoulders with someone like Tony Sampson, you should join our chat sometimes. You should. He's right there. I bet you Tony will be around for a uh, green beer tomorrow. Probably. Right. I mean. He's always saying cheers and showing us the uh, emoji with the beer. Yeah. So. We right. have a drink with that guy sometime. Some someday we will well, make we could it. Get to, back over. We will make it to Nova Scotia to hang out with Tony and take a ride on uh, his salty dog sea tours. I can't wait. I'm it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Okay, so research center. We have Marty and Gary that come to talk with Doug because we know Doug is going to be researching this possible cane topper. For sure. Right. And Doug says he's been trying to match up the symbol and he's been treating it as a maker's mark Mm -hmm. uh just but as he's getting searching he's there's so many variations of this similar symbol right and he said he hasn't been able to just like pinpoint it it's funny that you say that because people ended up finding it on pinterest (laughs) (laughs) which was on etsy uh anywho uh Gary explains to Marty that, you know, he thinks it's a cane from a, is a cane topper or a swagger stick. And Marty says that it's really pretty. They Hmm. do call it a Bobby Dazzler too. It is quite a Bobby Dazzler. I mean, I think that's fair. And Marty says they could be jumping to conclusions and it might actually be someone before Samuel Ball. Or after Marty. Or after. So... We'll we'll touch on this. Laird strikes again, I think, is the best way to put it. Agnes actually sent me that during the show when it aired. Agnes says, Laird strikes again. (laughs) And I laughed. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, and I really... It's indisputable. It's absolutely indisputable. Uh, You know what? You took away all my buttons. First off, I didn't take them away. We We switched computers, and then there's a lot going on with that like i house all the audio on my computer yeah, well you could have put all the the sounds yeah. onto the soundboard so i could have had my toys to play with while we were doing our no podcast. i had to take them away from you because you got out of control last week <laughs> so no more toy aisle for you oh yeah girl <laughs> <laughs> oh aaron you're the best i'm done oh you've got great puns Okay, so, but in the war room... <laughs> Tony said, yeehaw, green beer. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's uh, funny. Laird kind of throws out when they're talking to... Uh, what is her name? Sarah over... Sarah McGinnis yeah. from uh, the Fortress of Luxembourg. Or not Luxembourg. Louisburg, my bad. <laughs> you're, you're just making, you know, all kinds of things. Yeah, up. so there's a war room meeting. We got Rick, Marty, Craig, Alex, Doug, Scott, and Laird uh-huh. with Steve. And they're meeting with Sarah, like yep. Sarah said. 
And they sent her photographs of the artifacts to get her analysis. They wanted her to weigh in on what these things could be. Yeah, uh, it, it sounded like they sent over pictures of like a variety of things yeah, that they'd found on the island. See specifically if it matches up. ox shoes mm -hmm. and the ox nails, I'm sure. And yeah. She said, yeah, that's like exactly what we have. Yeah, they match. Oh, that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as linking this idea of the treasure that potentially went missing there and Oak Island. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe. So I think it was early to mid 1700s when that fortress was built, right? Yeah, they said what? 1740? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Oh, I'm sorry. Seven. I was thinking of when the treasure went missing, but yes. Yeah, well, it's huge, mm -hmm. right? And two, like what, two miles of walls or whatever. Mm -hmm. This thing is gigantic. Imagine the manpower they had to build that. Mm -hmm. And they probably, it probably took a long time. Yeah. Like what if they had almost, well, probably not the same manpower, but a good chunk of it to just do a quick job on Oak Island. I mean, it could have been done. Like, but, look at how massive that place is. And in the big scheme of stuff with how far away it is, it's for that time. I mean, it's just far enough away and just close enough away to be convenient but inconvenient to move something to, right? Mm -hmm. And if you have that much manpower hanging out over at Fortress of Lewisburg, you know, sending a few people off here and there really isn't going to be too noticeable in my opinion i mean i didn't live back then so i'm not sure but we there saw... wasn't many people around those parts either yeah and when we saw them was it last year that rick and doug went out there mm -hmm. we saw all the tunnels that well at least part of the tunnels because they were like had bats in them so they didn't really go in there and that was really interesting. And then the stone floor that was there that seems to look a lot like the stone road. And the paved area. They were comparing it to the paved area last year, but yeah. it looks even more like the stone road they found. Mm -hmm. so. I, it's, oh man, it's just so much. It's good stuff. But as Sarah is going through the artifacts, uh, she's saying the swagger stick topper, she doesn't have anything that matches it. Like the ones they have were bigger and she explains that they'd be really ornate mm -hmm. and you know this is ornate and really nice but it, it just doesn't match anything they have but she's yeah, but still really excited about she it she is but it's nice for some something else it is and um yeah i mean she she was like hey i'd love to learn more about it basically and mm -hmm. everybody else is like yeah us too and then laird steps in yeah when she asks him if uh he, it was something he uncovered he said it was uncovered on a site he's working on. So he didn't pull it out of the ground. He was very clear about mm -hmm. that. And he just kind of throws out there nonchalantly what he thought it was. Yeah. What did he say? He said, well, I think it's uh, not a cane topper. I think it's a lipstick cover. And she was like, she looked really disappointed. Yeah, but I like, think everybody's yeah. like, huh? Huh? When did you say that? What? Like uh, <laughs> Tim Allen would say? Oh, I was going to go Scooby-Doo, but yeah. yeah. Okay. And <laughs> But yeah, like Tim Allen. Um, and of course, uh, Oak Island enthusiasts across the internet picked up the torch and went to work helping Doug research. And they found it on Pinterest, on Etsy, and it was a lipstick 
cover. I mean, it looks pretty darn good. Now, I don't know if this lipstick cover was modeled after something. Yeah, like a like the design. Like the design was modeled after something else, and mm -hmm. then and this could potentially be older. I'm not. I was going to say I'm not at liberty to say, but I don't know anything. So I'm just saying I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. I'm erring towards lipstick cover yeah, that was dropped was in about. the 50s. He had it. Mm -hmm. He had it. Well, he didn't have the lipstick. No, but he, he figured it out. He figured it out. I can see I can see that being a mistake with the just with it being smaller and it seems like it would fit on the end and you wouldn't expect to pull something like that up with your metal detector. Mm -hmm. But we were really excited about it last week. At least I was. Sure. And then Laird. Laird's great. He's like, I thought it was a lipstick cover. I'm not sure why we sent you a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Laird. you know what? All those guys sitting around the table never seen anything like it before, right? That's true. So That's fair. <laughs> I mean, it's to be <laughs> something to be said for that. Oh yeah. man. And by the way, Alex was the one that asked her about comparing stuff to the other photos they sent to the collection. And that's mm. where she brought up the ox shoes and whatnot. That's right. So wanted to give Alex his due. Give Alex his due. All right. So Perfect. are we talking about swamp or are we talking about money pit? Um, uh, you tell me. Let's go to the swamp. Swamp it is. So right. opening scene in the swamp. Yeah, Craig, Rick, Billy, all hanging out with Terry, but a different Terry. Yes. Uh, Terry DeVoe, mm -hmm. uh, who is a historian, and we've, we've seen, seen him before. Him before. Yeah, we've seen him a few years ago. Mm -hmm. He took the, uh, the the big three, and uh, was it somebody else with him? Might Probably Doug. Doug. Yeah, it might have been Doug. Uh, on a... Uh, Field trip. <laughs> Field trip out to the Overton or Overton. out to Overton yeah. to check out the Overton Stone. Yes. Yeah. And which was really fascinating. And they thought, hey, he knows a lot about this time period, this type of stuff. And this area, let's bring him out. Let's get his opinion. Why not? Right. And why not? Terry seems just like shocked i bet you they didn't tell him what was there i think just, he was in awe yeah that's probably a good word for it yeah he said that these kind of stones were engineered like this um if they were engineered like this they're definitely designed to carry heavy loads mm -hmm. so um and clotworthy tell you know he tells us a little bit of background on terry mm -hmm. um, like the overton stone field trip yep and also that he was the former president of the new england antiquities research association mm -hmm. um and uh, he's there to inspect the massive stone road discovered in the swamp this year. And the team is hoping that he can render an opinion about the design and the cultural origin. Correct. There you go. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Terry. Um, Rick goes on to tell him that the road is two to three stone like layers thick. Mm -hmm. And Terry says, um, exactly, there was probably a dock mm -hmm. towards the sea, right? So... They found right evidence of, of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And potentially, and would have, this would have been put down, like we mentioned before, in order to carry loads, heavier loads off of mm -hmm. it, right? And they kind of show them down into uh, one of the test pits. And you can see, I mean, it's right there on the swamp layer, like it, like with the peat. So 
Yeah, it was pretty cool because I had noticed that section cut out a few episodes ago and mm -hmm. I, I didn't bring it up. I, I meant to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it's cool to get a little bit closer look at that part of the road that was cut out, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. And then Craig goes on to explain in their next steps, which is kind of where that test pit was, they're hoping to do like a move a larger section of the road mm -hmm. in order to really get a look at all the different pieces that are in there. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like, I think back to when they went to the fortress of Lewisburg and they had that really nice big cutaway of what it, what the road looked like. It'd yeah. be nice to have a really good side-by-side -side comparison. And even that being able to compare it to what the paved stone, the, well, I want to say the paved area, <laughs> the parking lot, as I've been calling it, uh, the swamp parking yeah, lot. the swamp parking lot for all those, uh, big wheeled carts discovered by tony by the way the discovered by tony the man the uh like season one season one episode two or he also something. he rediscovered it in season seven too. yeah he's just like guys there's something here i told you like eight years ago i know guys, the spooner <laughs> comes out with this big stick he's like clang 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 there's something here the scan says there's something here we're like fine i guess we'll look guess we should have listened to tony back at the beginning you, and saved some money <laughs> Everybody should be thanking Tony. Yes. Thank you, Tony. You know, I think Tony basically, you know, he saved the season. Like he saved if, the season. Yeah. If they weren't doing all this stuff in the swamp, if they didn't have all these this focus and eyes on the swamp, what are they be doing this year? I mean, they're not gonna Money do the big dig. Mm -hmm. And so, like, what are the what else would they be doing? Hanging out Samuel Ball's side. Because like Marty didn't want to do anything with the swamp. That's he true. didn't want anything to do with the swamp. So yeah, well. Tony got you, Tony. Fin, fins in the swamp and said, let's do this. Him right. and Spooner. I bet you that there's a lot of swamp talk when they're together. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> okay. Let, I guess we should probably get back on track. Let's see here. Uh, Terry goes on to explain that the cobblestones are clearly uh, you know, a clearly defined feature. And the width of the road looks to be at least six feet wide mm -hmm. and for hundreds of years the standard cart width track would have been five feet so you need to build your road at least a little bit bigger than that yeah, so, you don't want it falling off yeah exactly so other stone roads the cobblestone roads like this you know they're at least six feet if you if you want a two-lane highway you're gonna at least need probably 12. i so, hope they had some sort of railing like man that seems sketchy just having like six inches on each side. Seems sketchy, just saying. I mean, it's it's like a dock. Usually doesn't have a railing. I guess. So don't it's fall It's a bumpy in. road, too. I mean, like, I don't know. It just seems like if you slip a little, woo, going to go for a ride into the brackish water. <laughs> yeah, and that's how you become immune to anything and everything mm. is you fall into the brackish water. Rick's falling in it. I've seen a picture. He's drank it on purpose. And he drank it on purpose, yeah. All right, so, um, yeah, and then uh, there's a little interview with Rick, mm -hmm. and he says it's in an interesting observation because the cobbled area is so well-defined, and they've spoken of it before, that when a ship comes in, you know, they got to offload the treasure, Naturally. and there's uh, something to be offloaded in the wagons or pulled by oxen, and because they have ox shoes in the money pit, and there's this treasure story, you know, it all fits. Mm-hmm. And they're finding auction nails in Everywhere. the area. <laughs> you know, it's just like 
And then the, if the ox shoe fits. Yeah, if the ox shoe the fits. Ox shoe is fitting the story. Mm hmm Columbus's ox. Um, so we're finding <laughs> we're finding things that connect. It's like the ox shoes are connecting the lots between what we're finding at the spoils pile up, aka the serpent mound, mm -hmm. and also at the money pit and at the road. I mean, it really, if all that stuff is dating oh, to the same period, then we're tying all this together well, with a nice, pretty ox shoe bow. They also found them at uh, Nolan's Cross. They also found True. them just in on Lot 15 around the area that they were doing the, that they were uh, um, excavating that uh, uh, pine tar kiln. True. Like they, they found those things everywhere. And when they found them, they were like, eh, it's just more, more, um, Oxygen nails. They found these things before, lots of them, and they thought, meh, no meh. big deal. But yeah, they're becoming a big deal now. Well, yeah, and think about all the shoes that they found just on what the, they were saying is the track towards the swamp, right? It's just, and if they're all within that same maker, it, it makes sense. And testing the, I think, testing what do I want to say, the metal would be really interesting to see if you can get all these different ones to align to really being really coming from the same place. Mm. Just throwing it out there. Mm -hmm. um, let's see here. Uh, Terry replies that what makes this so interesting and special with, with what the heck? Uh, it doesn't fit any type of road building that he's seen here in Nova Scotia uh, with the French or British during the colonial period. And this type of technology is evidence that, yeah, this would have been something that people are used to doing for a very long time, right? And more than 400 years ago. Yeah. That's a so long time ago. They've been building roads a very long time right we know the egyptians were the romans it, it making roads is no new thing but this not. would have been this this type of construction would have been something more along that style along that style and something that you don't come to some place and say i'm gonna try something new because you want to hide it you're like this is this is not the time to do this we're gonna use what we know and apply it then so the europeans who have been building roads long times they would have learned from them before them that's why you also would have had some roman influence on those roads just saying sure okay that's all i got all in all rick is wowed by well, all yeah. this info it's crazy and, and who isn't if you're not then you're not you're, why are you watching this show you should be Get you're, you're wowed at this point yeah I, I don't know. I think about the the paved parking lot from last season and how that blew my mind and all the work that went into that. But then this, it just, it gets bigger and bigger. It's like Marty said, what was it last week? I thought all we had to do was follow the road. And now they're just building the road all over the place. They're, they're messing with us. This is a straight up shoots and ladders situation. Mm -hmm. Sound the alarm. <laughs> Love it. All right, so Rick then finally at the end of this section with Terry, he asks him, since the Stone Road predates French or English activities, 
is it unique? You know, you, it, to you, is it unique? And mm -hmm. he says, in his mind, it is. Mm -hmm. And Rick replies that uh, that's remarkable. And Craig agrees. And Rick concludes that he didn't expect Terry's observation to put them that far back in time. So they thank him for that. And uh, Terry finished with my pleasure anytime. So anytime. hopefully we'll see him back. Mm -hmm. And Lucky had kind of said as a one-off, like this could be a one-of-a-kind road and we just haven't discovered other ones like it here in Nova Scotia yeah. just yet. Well, this one hid forever. So that's probably <laughs> right? more. It hid forever and they've been looking for things on the island for forever. hundreds of years. Forever. Forever. Uh, forever and a day. And a day. Yeah. All right. So the next part where we come back to the swamp later on, we have Rick, Spooner, Miriam, Aaron all hanging out. Yes. And Rick points to the money pit and asks if it is going in that direction, referring to the stone road. Yes. Miriam says that they don't know um, what direction it's going. They're just taking it day by day and following the feature. So that's yeah. what archaeologists do. Yeah. Miriam's like, calm down. We're not going to make it go somewhere. We're just yeah. going to follow it. But for TV purposes, Rick has to ask, has to get a response so that the audience, us, knows what's going on. Well, yeah, that's how exactly we're we're all wanting to know if it's turning yet and i'm 99 percent sure rick wants to know if it's turning yet hey maybe we got somewhere else to go first maybe so dr spooner points out an area next to the road with red staining and says that that is the remains of an old fire pit uh -huh. they have found charcoal in it it just goes to show that someone was building a fire because someone was building a road say what say what it's just more evidence of human activity. Mm -hmm. Think about how many man hours has to go in there. A bazillion. And it's cold there. Mm -hmm. So, of course, <laughs> you need a fire to warm yourself up so you can work longer. Sure. I, I, yeah. Okay. I'm not, I don't get that cold. I wear shorts year-round, so I'm, I'd be fine. Yeah, but never mind. I'm You're like, crazy. I'm like Billy. I wear shorts all year. You're like a lot of weird Pacific Northwesterners. Yeah, Deidre, like I'm wearing uh, khaki shorts right now and a red polo. And Deidre's like, you going to work at Target today? What? <laughs> I'm like, no. Doing a podcast today. <laughs> Yay. Going to a, a and then doctor he, appointment today. He called this the nicest shirt in his closet right now. It's a nice shirt. And I'm like, that's scary. <laughs> if that is the nicest shirt in your closet well, right now. it's a nice now. shirt. Is this if not that's shirt? your nicest shirt, I mean, what you think dressed up is, is concerning in itself. But... When I met Deidre, um, the second day, the second date we went on, um, she said that she had to dress up nice because she was going to work. Yeah. And she was I showed up at... in a pencil skirt and a nice blouse, heels, because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. the work. Yeah. She was a manager at uh, Ann Taylor Loft. Yeah. Yeah. And... She was 18, right? 19. I think you were 19. I was 19. Yeah, so she's like really young, but the manager, because she's like legit and awesome. I went to management real quickly. Yeah. Anyway, I show I'm like, oh, I'll dress up too. Yeah, so you don't feel <laughs> weird when we go to Starbucks yeah. and everybody's all casual. I dressed up. He wore a Napoleon Dynamite shirt <laughs> and then like a pseudo buttoned up plaid, like, you know, a casual plaid shirt. Mm -hmm. and 
I think he thought because it had a collar, it counted as dressed up. And I'm pretty sure you were wearing khaki shorts. No, what? it was a blue plaid shirt with jeans? a light blue. Do you ever wear jeans? Mm, sometimes. No. So this was what 15 years ago, about. Yeah, over 15 years ago. So Napoleon Dynamite was cool back then. Okay. Okay, so not really, but. <laughs> You know, you're you're a class act. I know. Hey, let's go back to the money or not to the swamp. How about we go back to the swamp now? Okay. Yeah, I'm sure Napoleon Dynamite would like that. Okay. Um yeah, so they find the fire pit. <laughs> Where we should burn Napoleon Dynamite shirt. <laughs> That's messed up. I wish I still had that shirt. I wear it all the time so I could be like dressed up around you. Okay. All right. Rick says to put him to work and wants to know how he can help. And they tell him, hey, you could dig. Just dig over <laughs> here. We're trying to clean this thing off. Yeah, so. so he starts helping them define the future a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Dr. Spooner says he would really love to come, uh, or if he if they can come up with a stake or some kind of artifact. Mm. That was kind of like foreshadowing a little bit. So I think Dr. Spooner has a crystal ball. Yeah, and he saw a stake in his future and not the kind you should eat unless you're a woodchuck. Perhaps. Could Chuck Wood? Yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, back in the swamp, the mm -hmm. final, I think this might be the final section of the swamp. Mm -hmm. Gary is out there metal detecting with uh, Michael John. Mm -hmm. And uh, Michael, if you remember who Michael John is, he's yes. uh, he works for Gearheart Property Improvement. Yeah, he employee has of the year. found plenty of things mm -hmm. so far. He's been upgraded to treasure hunter. Yeah. If he's not employee of the year at Gearheart Property Improvement, he should be. Yeah. Or just so, good job. treasure hunter at Oak Island, Inc now because this guy keeps pulling spoils off the table mm -hmm. and now out of the ground i bet you he just walks around and finds things bomb.com yeah michael like, michael hmm. he's like uh i don't know i was gonna say he's like the new dan henske but not quite no nobody will ever be i know i'm just teasing all right yeah good job michael um so they quickly get a hit mm -hmm. and they find this giant ring. Like mm -hmm. it looks like a ring for a giant. Like if they, if a giant was wearing a ring on his finger, uh -huh. like, like bigger than Andre the giant, mm -hmm. like huge, huge, but it, that's not exactly what it is. It is a ring, but mm -hmm. who knows what it actually is. Yeah. Gary suggests that it could be like a bearing, like a ring bearing off of a, uh, cart like a cart or yeah. something. Mm -hmm. When I was doing some research, trying to prepare for this episode, I was looking into some different stone roads. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I noticed was that, so there was a bunch of, there was a painting of these people working on stone roads. And you know, you kind of top off the road with the really small, the smaller cobblestone. And earlier in the season, uh, when Rick was pulling these rocks off mm -hmm. uh per Liz she said anything bigger than a softball uh, I mean a softball size they'd leap but they're gonna pull off the small ones well they used to use like rings and what you you know you got a bunch of people sitting around smashing up rocks well in order to make a more uniform make sure nobody makes anything too big the you the ring would be two inches and you have to be able to pass the rock through it in order to for mm. to know it's the right size so that you're wow. making the right size gravel. Uh, they do something similar now, but it's not quite so hand. So my thought was, yeah, it's kind of got a lip on it, but what if this were indeed like a ring? So a tool that 
is on the stone road from creating these rocks that would be used on the stone road. It, Could it be? Maybe. Could I was trying be. to think outside the box. I know it's had you know, a little lip on it, so it's probably a bearing, but I like the idea better of it being a ring to put rocks through. You know, we um, we watched this show called Tough as Nails on yes. CBS. And that. that reminds me of like they were busting up all these rocks and uh -huh. they had to fit it through a certain little uh, device. Or yeah, little, like a shape. I, I don't know if it was a ring though, but I think they had it was to, a ring. Yeah, they had to like something. they had to be able to fit these rocks that they were busting up through this mm -hmm. thing so that it can be used in the cement they were creating. Yeah. Yeah. So similar it's, idea. It's, yeah, it's exactly the same. So they just that's how they. It's use... without the cement part. Exactly. The cement mix. <laughs> I have to find that painting, but it's of the when they were doing the first roads like that uh, in colonial time over here in the U.S. But there's like a bunch of guys sitting there with the little picks and and sticking them through the ring. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. whoa. And he said That's it was cool. really crude, not cruel, but I'm very interested to see what Carmen Legge would say about it. Right. I was just looking for something outside the box. He's probably going to be like, it's a wheel bearing. But I like that idea. That's a lot of fun. And if it you haven't fun. watched Tough as Nails, go watch it. It's fun. Yeah, that was a, a good great show. show. Yeah, so Gary calls Aaron over to take a look at that artifact. Mm -hmm. Aaron says it's really cool, but he has no idea what it is. And he suggests bagging it, tagging it, and send it to lab for analysis and, and yep. Carmen Lake, right? Exactly. All right, so oh, we do have one more section of the swamp where we come back and we have Gary and Michael doing some metal detecting. Naturally. And they do find a hand-forged spike and uh, in the fire pit area, mm -hmm. and um, they pull it out. Yep. Michael. You know, he asks if it's a rosehead spike. I bet he knew because he's seen rosehead spikes. He's found them before. Yes, he has, ones with concrete. Mm -hmm. And Gary says that, yeah, and it looked it make it like from the 1700s easily mm -hmm. yep i'm on board and then Sounds later good. that day marty comes out with a shovel like i gotta get to work guys yeah but, yeah like he had no one else to tell to get to work because everybody was working so he's yeah. like well i gotta get to work he's probably like <laughs> i'm so tired of sitting and working on like paperwork paperwork type of stuff he's like i gotta get up and move my legs because i get like that when you're sitting down working too long right yeah he so, does and he joins aaron and josh mm -hmm. and john those are uh, more Gearheart guys yep and uh, they clean up the stone road mm -hmm. aaron tells marty they're looking uh, for cobblestone mm -hmm. in the dark organic layer which is what he's uh, getting to right now mm -hmm. and he gives marty a place to start digging and get to work so he does he's like all right so dig over here i can do that and I'm noticing everybody's like just throwing dirt on this big mound up behind them. <laughs> and I'm like, I see cartoons where people are digging and throwing dirt up behind them. And Aaron's doing it with a dustpan. And, yeah. and Marty's like, all right. And mm -hmm. just joins in the throwing of dirt. Kind of looks fun. Mm -hmm. Exhausting. But yeah, fun. So one of the guys asks uh, Marty, uh, or he says, I hope you ate your Wheaties this morning. <laughs> He's like, I didn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. So Marty is the big winner here. Yes. What does Marty find? Uh, Marty is digging and he finds a steak. Look. He found what? Yeah. A steak? Mm -hmm. Didn't Dr. Spooner just say a couple segments earlier mm -hmm. that he really would love to come up with some kind of steak or an ar artifact of some kind? Mm -hmm. As if they were staking off the area for the road what that's good mm -hmm. stuff so we got a wooden stake could it be it could be 
Or, uh, Marty asks about carbon dating it. Great mm -hmm. question, Marty. Aaron says, sure. Like, yeah, yeah definitely. That's what we got to do. And um, yeah, he, he can, you know, this whole thing is being staked off and they're just going to continue with following the line. Mm -hmm. Marty says, great. It, you know, this is great, mm -hmm. but not quite as nice as the steak I had for dinner last night. And Aaron replied, oh, I don't have a beef with this. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of dad jokes there. I ever heard oh, them. man. And everybody's laughing. I laughed. Oh, man. You I can, giggled, too. Why you not? can tell Aaron's just ready to throw those quips really quick now. He's definitely warmed up a bit. Mm -hmm. That or we're just seeing more of it on screen. But I like it. <laughs> oh, yeah, girl. Oh, yeah, girl. All right. So Aaron, Aaron's then bags and tags it yep. to send to the lab. And we hear a sound of Aaron and Marty's yelling, yelling victory. Victory! Yeah. I was victory. like, oh, that sounds like a good uh, sound bite that we need. It's not on your soundboard. So I, I know, know it's not. I'm, I'm I really told disappointed you, with there's your a lot of right technical now. things going on right now. I'm still disappointed with your soundboard. Well, I'm disappointed with you. <laughs> you make the soundboard. Wait, I thought you were going to start doing Shh. this, actually. Mm. Didn't you say that last episode? No, I didn't say anything. Uh -huh. All right, so let's go to the war room because we have Craig and Marty discussing the money pit. And Craig says that they're drilling in the money pit and they're trying to follow this tunnel. Mm -hmm. And they uh, did the borehole C 4.5 mm -hmm. and they did hit the tunnel. So mm -hmm. they're following it. They actually have three wells that hit the tunnel. Um, they have C14. They have uh, data that came back um, in that tunnel to 1648 to 1694 yeah that's um from c5 that was the expedited oh. one oh but yeah gotcha that that's what the c14 data, data. was gotcha yeah. and they I, I get it c5 they moved over to c4.5 so what that's two and a half feet away from c5 sure so they're just trying to follow the line connect the dots yep and a Marty, tunnel where there shouldn't be one. Yeah, Marty then asks where they're going to go next. Mm -hmm. And they're going to go to BC4, which is to the northwest of mm -hmm. their current location in hopes they will get more information on this tunnel. Marty points out that this is in a way different. Uh, a, sorry. This is a way different area than they had thought. Mm -hmm. Like they literally weren't looking on this side of the, what was the Tupper shaft at the time. They mm -hmm. were, you know, really focused on the western part but nope eastern marty you got it now no they were focused on the eastern part now eastern, they're going that's right west <laughs> yeah. and craig or not craig uh charles was right just mm -hmm. saying follow charles that's just follow charles charles and dan i think could put an x on the map and we could get there he knows things guys mm -hmm. all right so we do go to the money pit terry and charles are hanging out working at the operating table overseeing the drilling of borehole bc4 there is a little interview with Rick here. Mm -hmm. and Rick says that they have come to the belief that there is a tunnel horizon around 87 feet. Mm -hmm. He's not sure if that will benefit them, but they have to chase that feature. Correct. So uh, Charles goes in and opens up the choice sausage, which is at 78 feet. And he tells Terry that they have wood. We have wood. 78 feet instead of 87. You meant, you meant 87. No, oh, I no. didn't. Yeah, you're right. So this is weird. Nine feet prior. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that was kind of just. It's perplexing. It is perplexing. That's. 
I think that might actually be what Terry says. Yeah, and there's a little bit of a chunk of beam there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice solid chunk. And Terry looks further into the sausage and uh, finds that the piece, it's a hand-hewn. And it looks pretty old. So that's promising, right? Yeah. So one of the guys from uh, Choice Drilling, um, Mike, uh, yells and lets them know that the next casing that they have to look at is from 87 feet to 94 feet, mm -hmm. and it's ready for them. So they go grab it and yes. haul it off to the operating table. Absolutely. And this is that horizon that they are really interested in. Mm -hmm. It is. Yes. So this is the area they were looking for. They opened the 87-foot core, and they have more wood fiber and some flecks of wood, but no solid beam. Yeah, at first, Terry's like, there's no wood here, but we had it earlier. But as Charles digs in, he's not going to let it go without proper digging, but he is finding just, like, the fibers, right? Yep, And but Terry did say that maybe they're looking at the edge of a collapsed tunnel or something, mm -hmm. and the loose material is what collapsed and squished out to the sides. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, maybe. There's another little interview with Rick. He says it's almost impossible at this point to deny that it's a tunnel. Correct. I agree. Yep. And then Terry points out that the beams uh, didn't just sneak in there. Someone put them there. Right. <laughs> it what you don't just get random wood beams underground. I, I'm sorry. It's just that's not the way the cookie crumbles or the tree falls or the wood gets buried. It, yeah. It happened on purpose and you would think for a reason. So was that literally and really the only section of the money pit for this episode? It was. Wow. wow. That was it. Wow, we, we finished this one pretty quick because that's it. That's the whole episode. We can talk about it the next time on. Of course we can. Yes, we can. Okay. So next time on. The Curse of Oak Island. Terry and Charles are in the money pit. Whoa. Bingo. Bingo. If I had my button, I'd press it. We got wood. Mm -hmm. And Rick says, we got six hits. It's a tunnel. It's a tunnel. I mean, I agree. There's no denying it's a tunnel. Duh. Yeah. So Gary is metal detecting in the swamp with David Fernetti, mm -hmm. brother to Peter. Yes. I uh, pull something large out and they take it to Carmen Leg. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm wondering, David's like showing up more. Mm -hmm. Maybe he saw Peter Fernetti's trading card. And he's like, I want a trading card. That's probably, and so now he's like, like, he needs some screen time in order to get it. <laughs> well, Maybe. Show up a couple more times, David. Once you're more of a regular, we'll think about it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll <laughs> uh, see. No, it's uh, cool. I'm, I'm glad it's a big family thing. Yeah, it's, it. a, it's a family affair, whether so, you want it to be or not. Uh, for me, like, I think, um, uh, like I've said this before, treasure hunting, like maybe maybe not Oak Island because it's so big, but like the treasure hunts that we do, mm -hmm. I think they're the perfect family friendly uh, thing to do. Yeah, they're um, they're great. They are. They're really good for families. You know, everybody gets in. Everybody can look for things. Everybody can try to solve the puzzles together, mm -hmm. and that's great. You know, I was thinking about uh, relaying the, uh, that to like Rick and Peter and mm -hmm. now David. It's probably not quite the same because it's so much bigger, but. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that he's there. Yeah. It's cool to see him. Yeah, absolutely. Hadn't seen him on the, the show for years, so good yeah. to see him. so it's good to see him back a couple times. Yeah. So Carmen Leg takes a look at this thing and... Looks like three big broken pieces. Yeah. I didn't really get a good look at it, to be, uh, to be honest. So, um, Yeah, and it looks like they... Um, 
he said it had to be an, from an explosion and i'm like huh i don't get it yeah he something would have caused it to break so whatever they found like they fit together but it had to have been strong enough that Boom. something would have caused it to break that dave blankenship with his dynamite Boom goes the dynamite <laughs> yeah so aaron's in the swamp as, yep. as he does yeah as and he's holding he up is. another sharpened survey stake look almost just like the one that marty found yep so almost. cool i wonder if they had a steak dinner that night to celebrate Maybe. then we had a war room uh -huh. with survey stakes on the table three mm -hmm. yeah yeah rick marty no no sorry alex rick tom paul aaron miriam craig and uh we hear something about the time period and someone says that's way before the money pit dun 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 they had to have been talking about the stakes and craig had to have been delivering dates uh so i mean they said they were going to get c14 dating on the one yeah so way before them way before the money pit those are big words yeah that's because the money pit was a long time ago <laughs> yeah so. so the question is was there activity going on during all that time is it even connected what are the odds there's a lot of islands in that uh bay so why this one don't know um, maybe we'll find out next week or tomorrow on the curse of Oak Island. that's right um hey you know what's kind of cool what it's kind of cool that um so we have our podcast like yes. we were the first like Oak Island podcast on the podcast like feeds and stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, besides, there was one in French. Oh, there was that French one. I forgot. Yeah, but and as far as Apple Podcasts and Podcast Podcasts. Yeah, and so there's all these other podcasts that are mm -hmm. coming out now, and some of them aren't really on podcast feeds and mm -hmm. uh, like our friends that we mm -hmm. keep talking about yeah. at uh, the Curse of Oak Island Beyond, mm -hmm. but they do a show on when Wednesday nights. Yeah. Right. So the day after the uh, podcast or the the TV show airs. And I'm I'm actually really thankful for that because mm -hmm. I felt bad for a long time of us not being able to get something out really fast mm -hmm. and consistent. Cause when I listen to podcasts, I like to like the next day I listen to an episode about uh the, of the podcast about the show I watched the day before. Mm -hmm. And I'm really thankful for the that those guys do that now so that uh people that do want that mm -hmm. don't have to wait for us to, to make it happen. Exactly. Because we're inconsistent because it's hard for us to uh turn it around that very quick yeah. because we kind of have a lot going we, on in our lives yes and so um big shout out to the other podcast thank you guys because yeah, you, guys you keep everybody else uh entertaining until we can come around and hopefully do some entertainment until too. you hold them off <laughs> like, oh, no they're great I'm they're thankful. really awesome people we've got to know them better and better this year i i love you know, collaborating with them, doing fun stuff, talking Oak Island. Yeah, but there's more than just them too. There's some other Oak Island stuff out there too. Mm -hmm. So go look for it and check it out. Yes. Yeah. You know, why not? Mm -hmm. It's a good compliment to uh, the Curse of Oak Island. Naturally. And I'm glad that they're there to give some more entertainment and uh, until we can get, come up with ours. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so so. Uh, let's see here. What do we have left? We have plot worthy moments. Yep. So we need to talk about the winner from last week. We had a winner. Win, win, We win, have a win, winner win. every week. And uh, they, that is done on Facebook and on Twitter. Yes. So if you voted last week, thank you so much. Yes. And hopefully today, hopefully I can get the next ones up for us to vote on. But before we get to those, let's hear what won last week's clot worthy moment. Okay. And the winner was 
The top of a tunnel found some 87 and a half feet deep in borehole C 4.5. Eh. Top of a tunnel. C four point five. Yes, yes, it was. Okay. I mean, it's undeniable. It's undisputable. It's indisputable. It's indisputable. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. So uh, that was the winner, and um, congratulations to everybody who voted for that one. Yes. You picked the right one. Good job. Congratulations. Or, or like that. I don't know. How about just thank you for voting? Thanks for voting. It was. It's a fun thing we do. It is a fun thing. All right. So we have new clotworthy contenders. Yes. So here's the first one. Clotworthy vote versus on. clotworthy. Here we yes. go. A possible tunnel at a depth of some 87 feet in borehole BC4. It's the same thing you just played. No, it's not. I thought it was. No, that's definitely the same thing. No, that is a possible tunnel. The winner was a top of a tunnel. But so, it's like the same exact rest of the words. I, so, so does that mean this one's going to win? Because This one is won? BC4. And I think this... <laughs> okay. So, wait. No, seriously. Possible so, tunnel then. Okay. This is a possible tunnel. When I said, hey, who won last week? And you told me, I went, wait a second. Because I had already pulled the Clotworthies for this week. And... <laughs> And the winner was a tunnel. This is a possible tunnel. The other one was the top of a tunnel. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So what is a possible tunnel going up against this week? <laughs> a fire pit possibly used in the construction of the massive stone paved road. A fire pit. Versus a possible tunnel. Yes. Not a top of a tunnel. All right. A possible so tunnel. Now it's my job to put those on Facebook and Twitter, uh -huh. but then it's your job to vote. vote. All right. So uh, facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast yep. or twitter.com slash Oak Island pod. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to find the uh, in mechanism things yeah. there. Yeah. Click on the one that you want to win. And next week we will reveal the winner of this week's uh, plot worthy moment. moment. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, hey, your mom's in the chat and she said good morning. Good morning, mom. Hi. <laughs> All right. Um, so is there anything else? Um, we we do have something really big happening for us this week. Maybe we should just tell them where they can find us on social media. Wrap that part up. Okay, go for it. Okay. So you've already said on Facebook at Oak Island Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Oak Island Pod. We're on Instagram at Oak Island Podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh we hey we're on youtube at oak island podcast yeah youtube.com slash oak island podcast yep do we did you say the email email oak island podcast at gmail.com shut up yeah uh-huh i know we're nice and consistent and uh, we do have a uh the oak island podcast voicemail line nobody's been leaving us voicemails lately you know if you want to be cool like marty lagina he left us a voicemail he did you know be cool like him Send us a message, 360-836-4549. Yes. That, that is it. Now you can say whatever it was that you were. And you can always go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Go for it, please. Mm, or on That'd Facebook. Be cool. or... Yeah, or on Facebook. That'd be cool. All the places. Yeah, so um, we do have a, a really special thing happening for us this week. This week we have um, the uh, Masquerade Tribute of Treasure Hunts releasing on March 20th. So mm -hmm. it's next Saturday. Yep. And we created a treasure hunt for it. Mm -hmm. We were asked along with eight other treasure hunt creators to create a special treasure hunt for um, this tribute to Masquerade the first mm -hmm. and granddaddy of all armchair treasure hunts. Released in 1979, solved in uh, 1983, mm -hmm. two, sorry, 1982. And um, 
yeah, I mean, actually, maybe it was 1983. Yeah, 1983. And um, yeah, so like, please go and check out com and find the link for the Masquerade Tribute of Treasure Hunts mm -hmm. um, and join in because it's going to be a lot of fun. We hid, see this, uh, uh, podcast listeners can't see, but I'm pointing to a gnome. This mm -hmm. is actually the Scott gnome, right? Or no, this is the that's, guppy. That's guppy. Yeah, so we have uh, these giant gnomes behind us. Um, By giant, he means 18 inches tall. Yeah, 18 inches tall, a foot and a half. Yeah. Uh, we hid one somewhere in the United States. Yes. For somebody to solve this puzzle and go find, and they'll win fabulous prizes. Yes. They will win a... Um, copy of masquerade signed by kit williams mm -hmm. they, a one carat aquamarine gemstone mm -hmm. 500 united states dollars that's right they probably work in canada too you get an exchange <laughs> whatever work. you know and then um was there there was something else and gratitude and the gnome that you find oh, and the and the gnome you get to keep the gnome if you find him yeah so uh please go look for him and please join us for the treasure hunt it means a lot to us plus all the proceeds go to um charity charity yep saint jude's hospital uh the humane society of america and the re the organization for autism research mm -hmm. um all great charities they mean a lot it would mean a lot to us if you yes. went and played our uh puzzle or our treasure or hunt, try any of the nine yeah go well, solve them all come on go yeah go solve them all but really look at ours I, we we had a really fun time <clears> it was it, it it's awesome you guys are gonna love the art dj made all the art it's beautiful it's magnificent so you're gonna love it you'll love it i'm loving so mysterious.writings.com i don't know what the slash is or anything just go to mysterious.writings.com it's one of the top things because they're heavily promoting it right now. Yes. Um, all proceeds, every cent that you uh, donate goes to charity. Yes. Those charities I mentioned. So. Yes. All right. Anything else? No, I'm just excited for that treasure. Uh, I can tell. And I'm really excited for tomorrow, the Curse of Oak Island. And tonight we have Oak Island Trivia. That's right. Yeah, we're busy. Yeah, seriously. And we have pregame tomorrow. Yeah. And you wonder why we get to the podcast on Monday, <laughs> the day before, instead of like Thursday or Friday or something crazy like that. That's our, just crazy. Our Canada <laughs> listeners who just got to see it on That's Sunday. True. Yeah. So in Canada, yeah, they got to watch the episode last night. So it's perfect timing for them. <laughs> Oh, that's great. All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. And until next time. No, 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 no. We will see you tonight at Oak Island oh, Trivia, yes. 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern at Facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast. That's right. Okay, Correct. Now you can now you can finish it up. Okay. Until next time. Could it be? Bye.